2: Terms and conditions apply. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a
3: Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or... What you know about it, James what Franklin? You know about- Whoa, he's in the deep. They uh they, they coming for his head deep. a little bit there, or did Ooh. he buy himself some time with the O C firing? I mean, they still coming for his head, man. They've been striking at him.
4: Well, is it know. bad or or not oh, relevant?
3: Really? It's bad. Very, very aggressive very very like hateful like I know what it is I mean it's just you know it's, it's it's unfortunate that until certain things are handled a certain way certain sectors of Penn State fans will attack anybody who's put in that position especially if they're not doing anything to hold them off, was, like beating Michigan or Ohio
4: State.
5: Was your, such the O.C. the entire the entire time he's been there? No. No. Okay, no. no. So, others.
4: so I'll go through the history for you. The last time Penn State won a Big Ten championship, Joe Moorhead was their was offensive the coordinator. He was the man. 2016. Yeah. The last time they had a shot at winning another Big Ten championship was 2017 when Joe Moorhead was their offensive coordinator. They came within one point of beating Ohio State that year. That I mean, now other years obviously Penn State's been a good football team, but those two years in particular, I would say those were the best two years of Penn State football at that time. Now, granted, you had Saquon, you had Trace McSorley, you know, you you had really good players too at those positions. But but that's the thing is, I think these guys are really good too. Like Drew Aller is really good. I think he could be a first round pick. I think these running backs can be guys we talk about like that. I mean, your left tackle. Is arguably one of the best. I I like my guy Joe Alt a little better, but you know, Fashion News right there too. They're both gonna be top ten picks. So it's just, I mean, and the defense is littered with dudes, littered with dudes who are NFL players, and they're playing that way. But the offense isn't. It's just there's there's a lack of sync and rhythm and flow and like I always say this. If you're building an offense, like at least this used to be the traditional way, and you could do this from from playing three wide receiver sets and spread offenses, but you want to have everything in the run game mimic everything in the pass game. You can't just say we've got a run package, we have our drop back passing game and our screens, et cetera, and that's just it, it's 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 too predictable. You have to be able to have some stuff with some movement. You have to be able to have some rPO, some run pass options now. You have to be able to have things off of your running game that mimics your passing game, so guys like LeVar can't just dominate you. Because otherwise, like that, the better athlete's on the other side of the ball. And so if you're just saying, we're going to line up our guys and we're going to run these sets of plays, if you can't get them running one direction and throw back the other or run back the other, if you can't find a way of getting the edges in the running game to be able to help your running backs out, they're faster. They'll They'll get there. They'll find angles. You can't protect forever. They'll get past the offensive line. They're better athletes. You've got to now to, now today more than ever, I think office, offensive coordinators get exposed because the best, best athletes are on defense, and, and in particular up front, there's a huge divide between the athletes on the defensive line and the athletes on the offensive line. And I think that gets you exposed quick if you don't know how to scheme teams up.
3: Hmm. Yes, Uh Moorhead was tremendous as our, our OC. It hasn't been the same since. And we were concerned, a lot of us were concerned, that that would be the issue on our defense when we lost Brent Pry as well because he's been such a, an amazing coach for us. He's done well with too, man. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a dude. Um, and Manny Diaz is a dude as well. Um I I just I look at I look at what's going on right now, and I just think that they have to find someone that's a can't miss miss guy. You can't miss this time, and and I want to see. You know, first off, my 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 biggest issue here is we're not Michigan and we're not Ohio State. So anybody out there that's a Penn State fan that is trying to make it a thing like, well, we have to win this rivalry game. First of all, they're not our rival it's not our rival. Why not? We joined we joined the Big Ten as an independent. If anything, Pitt Pitt was our rival and Notre Dame was was our game like back in the day, because we were all independents. The bottom line here is, is that there's been this this kind of way of creating a narrative where we have to be just like Michigan or we have to be just like Ohio State, and we're Penn State. So you can't sit there and say, oh, you didn't beat Ohio State. No, that's for Michigan. Michigan created that narrative. You have to be the coach that can beat Ohio State at Michigan. Oh, you can't beat Michigan. You got got John Cooper done. Well, that's Ohio State for Michigan. The problem I have is that we have a coach that, Keep in mind, and it's been – we're a decade removed from it, but people soon forget that our our program was on the blink. And when I say it was on the blink, you know how we talked about, you know, flat tire and this, that, and the other earlier on in the show, our, our car didn't even have tires. Thank you. Our car didn't even have tires. Then this man came in and rejuvenated, like, be clear – in a great time, it's hard to recruit players to go to Penn State. In a great time, let alone a dark time where something super bad happens where it, it stains and hurts the reputation of the university. So the problem I have is this man is, okay, so he doesn't have a great record against top five teams. He, he doesn't have a great record against Michigan and Ohio State. But but the problem I run into is one, we judge we judge our coach and we haven't had many but we had two coaches post Joe and we judge them based off of what what we do against Ohio State and Michigan. When when I think about Joe didn't beat Michigan or Ohio State either. I didn't get a win against Michigan, not one. We didn't beat Michigan. So don't stop stop comparing him to Joe. That's that's the first thing. And the second thing i kind of run into and 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 i kind of like get kind of bothered by is you can look at the resources that go into Michigan and Ohio state football and compare them just pull the finances and compare how the resources that go into Ohio state football and the resources that go into Michigan football to to Penn State you got all these people bitching and moaning and groaning and and, and flapping their gums about what jo, uh, what what uh, James can't do and what James didn't get done and how he's he needs to go and this that and the other. What do you think the new the next coach is going to do? Because he's going to run into the same issues. So put your money where your flapping gums are. It's nil. Stop making excuses. Nil period of time. Donate money. Do what you need to do so that you can help the team and the facilities and what's going on resource-wise so that we can get uh, 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 Marvin Harrison Jr., so, so we can get the type of guys that you're looking for. And we can have, by the way, the coaching staffs that these guys are looking for. You, got, you go look at Alabama and the resources they have. Look at their coaching staff. They have like two, three coaches for every position. Like literally, you're an outside linebacker, you got the main coach that's coaching outside linebackers, and you got like two two uh what are they called? Quality control dudes, which by the way, qual- analysts, analysts or, yeah. which by the way, they're probably more knowledgeable than the guy that's coaching. Cause it's generally a LeVar Arrington or a Brady Quinn that are are those guys, analysts that are working to be- learn it to become coaches themselves. So my, that's my my only problem is that man lost two games last year and y'all want to fire him. Like you sound like a freaking moron. <laughs> he lost two games and by the way, his two losses so far this year, both teams were ranked number 3 at the time.
5: Yeah, but is it unfair for people to want them to be competitive with the two best teams in the conference? They are
3: competitive. But but Well, if so, you're going to say because they lost, they're not they're not they're not they're not not non-competitive teams. Penn State is the most competitive team in the Big Ten. Against Ohio State and and, and
6: Michigan. Because
5: it feels like they've like everybody knows they can they can take care of the second tier teams in the Big Ten. They've shown the ability to do that. They always bring up James Franklin's record against Ohio State and Michigan. That's always what the What they
3: should have done is put one of those teams on the other side. Is what if they if you really want to oh. if you really want uh, Keep here's them where, playing. He,
4: here's, here's why they didn't. They didn't put They didn't put one of those teams on the other side because it guarantees them in most cases. The exception would have been, unfortunately, the year Penn State won in 2016 because they had two losses. And we've never seen a two-loss team make it as a conference champion into a four-team playoff, and and, and we won't, by the way, after this year. So next year that will be different right? because we have a 12-team playoff and that will be entirely different, but it guaranteed –
3: that you're going to the, get a Big Ten team into
4: the yes, playoffs, yeah. Because you had a weaker team coming out of the West with one of your strongest teams in the country out of the East. I
3: get it, but if they if they wanted to really make the thing for real in the Big Ten, put Michigan or Ohio State on the other side.
4: Well, we and by the way, we get to see that next year with the realignment with four more teams coming in, and it's going to be fascinating. Like, because t- I think the bigger question is if you're a Penn State fan right now. And you're hot and bothered about you know what's taking place this season. I mean, look, I'll say this: the issue was the offense. I said it after Ohio State. Yes, you State.
3: did. Yes, you did. And I, I felt that way.
4: Not just I felt that way last year when I, when I saw this team. Because like, you were man. right last year, but <laughs> you were correct on both. I, so you have to give James Franklin credit for seeing it again, addressing it, and now let's see who hires and, and give the man an opportunity. He's been extremely successful at Penn State. But I think the bigger question will be with, I mean, Washington, Oregon, right, who are coming into this conference, USC, UCLA. You know, Washington and Oregon right now are potential playoff teams. You know, how many teams get into the 12-team expanded playoff? And how does the entrance of Oregon, Washington, really good programs impact Penn State's ability to still stay as one of the top teams? I mean, if we're giving off top three teams, it's Ohio State, Michigan, and then Penn State. But with Oregon and Washington entering into the mix, like do they get knocked down even more? Do they stay right in their in their spot at three? Or and maybe they, can they can they continue to climb? You know, there's just there's a lot of interesting things that are going to take place with this realignment and more teams coming to it. But we do know this: there is one team that's America's team. That's a great point. And it's not Penn State, at least according to one coach. That Uh
5: that is a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because not only are they America's team, but they've also got a fake involved in the whole conversation. Uh We are going to get to that here coming up next from the TireRack.com studios as we are broadcasting live from these TireRack.com studios. (laughs) 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 TireRack.com will help you get there and unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Alright, so as, as mentioned by Brady Quinn, we've got a fake, we've got the real deal, we've got it all for you, and it's next here on FSR.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Listen to Comeback Stories. a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of Comeback Stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Is this AIC, Sam?
5: Oh, wow. Well, same thing. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up uh, later on this hour, a little over 20 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios, we're going to have ourselves another edition of Would You Rather. Yep, it's going to be Would You Rather. I know what you're thinking. Is it going to be the FSRIR? Absolutely not. Why would we do the FSRIR here? We would never do the FSRIR on a Tuesday, but we would do Would You Rather, so that'll be happening here coming up uh, a little over 20 minutes from now here. Oh, but it is
3: on our rundown?
5: <laughs>
6: that would be
3: $10. God dang, Jonas. Golly. He is going at your <laughs> neck today, Lebowski. That is not You started true. with your sunglasses. That is not then true. And his papers wasn't <laughs> sorted out. That is not now true. Now you with, with you hitting him with the lazy rundowns. On air, though.
5: By the way, you mean to tell wow. me
3: it isn't fun to be passive-aggressive
5: slash smart-ass sometimes. To someone it's other, fun. other
3: than it coming at you? Oh, man, it is a good time. Or, or coming from you to, to <laughs> us?
4: I was going to say, it's cool if you can take it if you dish it out, but Jonas yeah. gets a little sensitive. Oh, that's that that definitely definitely do line.
5: well with that, that, it. You do, dude. You guys, you get so you guys like to, to pass off the sensitive buck here because both of you are guilty of it. All right, guilty Me, of what? Hand, I, I don't care
4: enough to, yeah. but I, I am curious though about Lee's weekend. I feel like he didn't really talk much yesterday. <laughs>
3: And that's why I put I R on the rundown, so that he could.
4: <laughs> that's that's what it made me think was like, all right, maybe Lee had a story that we didn't get to, because Jonas had a great story. So maybe Lee was like, ah, my story is not as good. But hi, Al. You know, like, went, maybe there's something going on. You there. went to a wedding.
6: I, uh, I did up go wedding. to a wedding. I think I might have crashed the wedding next door too. I How think, do you, well, not you not think know if you, you might did. have? Yeah, it was it was. Mm, it was it's a, little, a little blurry. A little blurry. <laughs> So, you didn't know if you were in your wedding or someone else's? I didn't know anybody in the first wedding I went to. I...
3: <laughs> did you feel oh, like also... Jonas at the uh, Monster Truck Jam?
6: Lee, are you sure you were invited to either wedding? Not really, no, but I had a good time.
3: Lee, were your yeah. pants dry the entire night? <laughs>
4: yeah, did you get urinated oh, on my... like I did at, at uh, Monster urinated Jam? Urinated on or urinate yourself? Oh, gee, never mind. We I,
5: can't,
3: yep, we can't talk to about it, it today. Had to no, do it. we can't. Had to do it.
4: We can't Different do it today. Dead. The principal's oh, here. Oh, gee. Yeah, Sam, come on, do dude. We talked about it all Monday. I had to do it. I wasn't here. Like I wasn't oh, here. Come on. How else hey. are you going to talk about it, Sam? Get on get on live air and tell me how you're going to say uh-huh. Press if on. you go number one in your pants.
5: I mean, guys. Uh, just move <laughs> on. Like,
4: Sam, how, how are we supposed to talk about that?
5: The principal's here, guys. We
4: literally can't.
5: Someone's got to maintain the rules here, guys. I'm Sorry,
3: but
4: uh, so you're you're telling me I can't
3: tell you we, that one of my
2: kids on. did that so, to me. Right, that was that would be $10. not important. All right, let's just keep moving here.
3: Sam, did you just say we don't we don't pay attention to the rules? I mean, I've read this the rule is book Unbelievable!
4: Times. This is even breaking the rules. <laughs> I like, I fully understand the
3: safe harbor. Rules. I, I broke this is the not rules earlier. I'll, I'll own that. I 100 percent
4: broke the rules.
6: Yesterday was Substitute Teacher Day. Hi, Dump Button. <laughs>
4: That, I, I just, I don't know how you even discuss that topic, which is completely within the realm of being able to talk about
6: yeah, it. Yeah, it. it's all right. We don't need um, to. That's the thing. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's been addressed. It's been addressed. So back to the addressed. original point, Lee. Were your pants this dry? <laughs> yeah. Were your pants dry at the end of the night,
6: Lee? That's all I wanted. I now. couldn't find him at the end of the night. Ah. Ah.
3: <laughs> really?
5: <laughs> you really couldn't find your pants at the end of the night? You were a
4: Porky Pig in it? You <laughs>
6: we were walking around
4: with your tidy whities on? <laughs> yeah, you your t-shirt and nothing else on? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Looking like Booger from Nerds. Was it a
5: Breaking
6: Bad costume party? You just walked around in undies, Lee? What are you doing? Where'd they go? Well, no, they were, I think they Say were the, my uh, name. the Happer by the time I woke up. But I just don't, you
3: know. Oh, so you still had them all at the wedding? Yes, at the wedding. Damn, okay, Lee. All right.
6: You okay. get after it, huh, man? I did get a, I did get a little burn. I don't know where that came. You from. You burnt yourself? <laughs> I, think I, was, I think I was, trying to cook some late night snacks when I got home. I'm going to
3: send my production crew. <laughs> I'm going to send That's the cameraman so with you
6: it. every
3: every time you say you're going out. I'm sending the cameraman yeah. with you,
5: Lee. What'd you cook late night snacks on? That fire at the ten freeway?
6: What do you mean you got burned? <laughs> yeah, I was oh,
4: say here's the key tip. Lee. It's the Lee, oven burn. From... It's an oven burn. You don't in the oven. You have a microwave. <laughs>
6: No, we was, oh. I don't remember.
4: When you're that banged up, Lee, you don't mess with the oven or did anything of the Did you have your sunglasses on your head? Put hand? it into the I microwave. Did.
5: Yeah, what? You had your
4: sunglasses I on? Who, who
5: turns the <laughs> oven on
6: when they're bombed? What a terrible idea. What, <laughs> what Was
4: Todd with you?
6: No, Todd was not there. Oh, my God. <laughs> what,
3: was Todd's pants on or off? What
5: were you guys doing playing hide the tiki torch? Ah, ah, <laughs> ah. Come on, Lee.
2: Ah, ah. I'll drop my pants right here. <laughs> do it.
5: What a weird show. <laughs> this is just a... All right, well. I just don't understand how you don't be remembering
3: the stuff that you do, man. <laughs> like, that's kind of concerning, man. It's
5: like blackout every weekend. <laughs>
3: like, hey. Uh, oh, well, man. we found a string of dead animals, like alpacas. Alpacas. <laughs> 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 Lee, was it you? I don't
5: remember. Oh, it was a deep fake. <laughs> so if you see an alpaca wearing uh, wearing Lee's dickies, uh, you know something went awry the other night.
0: I don't know. We'll see. Uh,
5: okay. Well, Sam. Well,
3: hey, um... We're going to move
5: on now, Sam. So we are brought to you by Graduate Hotels. It's your college game day headquarters with more than 30 hotels and all your favorite college towns. Book a stay this season. Save up to 30% with the code 2PROS at com. That's 2PROS at graduatehotels.com. Sorry, graduate com. All right, so um, one place where there is a Graduate Hotel is Ann Arbor. Mm. And uh, Ann Arbor also is the home, as Brady mentioned earlier, of America's team. I mean, if you think we're lying here. All right, if you think we're lying, listen to Jim Harbaugh, the head coach of Michigan yesterday.
0: It's gotta be America's team. It's gotta be America's team. America America loves a team that that uh, you know beats the odds, beats the adversity, you know, overcomes what the naysayers and you know, critics, so called experts think. That's my favorite kind of team. Uh, I'm branding.
3: With him. That's branding one oh one. I'm there. with him.
0: I mean you gotta put it I out mean, there.
3: I mean, did Jerry Jones put that out there?
4: Their merch line is going to be ridiculous uh, i'm with them so <laughs> at Penn State, <clears throat> this kid had some sort of like like video department espionage crew or something, and it was like, and on the back it said something about like if we 're blocking your view it 's because we need we need it or something. It was basically like a play on. Yeah, we're unapologetic about if we're gonna be filming like, your signals or something, <laughs> and and so like then those T-shirts I've been seeing those online. Now this is like Michigan America's team. <laughs> I mean, well, you got think throw about a bet in there too.
3: You got the uh, bet. Bat, too. that's gonna be one of them. Bat but but think about
4: team. that. Like the Dallas Cowboys kind of coined the phrase, right? Like Jerry Jones kind of took that yeah, and he ran. We ran with it. But no one's ever done that in college football. You're right. Because it's been such a regional sport with all this conference realignment, and now the TV network's making this and trying to make it more of a national sport. It's like, why not Michigan? Like, like wh- wh- Why not Michigan just go ahead and get make, take the first mover advantage on that as things become less regionalized, more nationalized, and go, yeah, we're America's team. Well, we're, we're Michigan.
3: Well, I mean, Notre Dame is America's team. I mean, if we're going to be honest. That's why they were on NBC. Like they had their, team,
4: they only, yeah. Well, player, I yeah.
3: mean, God, <laughs> God, God bless America. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, you were forgiven, the thing. Levar.
4: What is, do you mean is even if God even if that looking was the
3: smiling case, at me, saying it like Levar's right. Keep even if that going. was
4: the case, though, we haven't coined it. Like Hardball coining it. this and taking advantage. It's so brilliant. You know how this works? It's brilliant. Um,
3: And he's taking the pressure off of him and he's moving the goalposts while he's doing something that could make Michigan football and their program more valuable. I mean, it's just, I I dig it. It does get better though. Okay. You remember when we were playing the Brian Ferentz
5: deep fake, it was courtesy of a gentleman on Twitter named heavens FX. I'm assuming it's a gentleman. If not, whatever, take it out of the podcast. But if, we recall it was really well done to where people actually believe that brian ference was making the comments he was making well heavens fx got a hold of that we're america's team quote from jim harbaugh and uh went to work and put together a little bit of art for you guys
0: it's got to be america's team got to be america's team america loves a team that uh you know has all the resources and advantages you know, and still tries to break the rules to find that any little extra advantage, and you know there's nothing more American, that's my favorite kind of team, yeah, um cheating, um lying, and then playing the victim. It doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that
5: it's so good
0: I mean, I don't
4: know who those guys are, but they deserve some sort of reward. <laughs> they really do. Yeah, they they go do get, a fantastic job. They go
3: get, get the some content. mail from a, a lawyer, is what they go get. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they go get.
5: I mean, <laughs> it is really good like, though. Like Sam, can you do those? Like, I uh, do them back to back, real quick, because they're it's it's so well done. Uh, yeah, be good. Yeah, just let's let's get a whiff of this.
0: It's gotta be America's team. It's gotta be America's team. America. America loves a team that, that uh, you know, beats the odds, beats the adversity, you know, overcomes what the naysayers and you know, critics, so-called experts think. That's my favorite kind of team. It's gotta be America's team. It's gotta be America's team. America loves a team that uh, you know has all the resources and advantages, you know, and still tries to break the rules to find that. <laughs> any little extra advantage. And, you know, there's nothing more American. That's my favorite kind of team. Yeah, um, cheating, um, lying, and then playing the victim. Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. <laughs> bet. Um, <laughs> I swear. Bet that. Man,
5: I love college football. It is so entertaining. Like, this whole thing has been <laughs> so is so entertaining. But what is Tim Hardaway hate? <laughs> Does. It is just, he
3: sure does,
5: man. I like. I don't know. I really, honestly, don't know how anybody doesn't like college football. Like, there's somebody out there that's like, yeah, it's just not my thing. That person's such a loser, such a loser. I, I don't really agree with
3: like harsh, like you know, opinions like that. But I do agree with you on this one. <laughs> like, this one time, I'm going to go with me? you on this one.
5: Look, and, and I know it didn't go well for Penn State, but I'm telling you. Just watching it, that's why I asked the question yesterday, what was it like there at ground zero of all the drama that was going on? It was fascinating to see how it played out and just, you had wall-to-wall coverage, is Harvard going to be there and now he's somehow turned this into we're America's team and we got deep
3: fakes on all of it. So uh, I mean, it's, it's, I, it's I, brilliant it's, though. It's great. They, they got the spotlight They the on
4: entire on. time though, <clears throat> have actually done an amazing job putting out counter punches to what everyone else has been throwing at them. I mean, if you read through all the reports and stuff that was put out there by Michigan, I mean, outside of them continued to to say due process um, was not was not upheld by the Big Ten or even the NCAA to that degree. Um, they even went as far as saying like, hey, everyone is so much against us that they were even helping out Purdue last year in the Big Ten championship game. Like providing them stuff, like the accusations is kind of like it's it is Michigan versus everybody,
3: which and, is interesting.
4: Yeah, no, I mean it's it, and honestly, like when I when we walked, <laughs> this was probably possibly the funniest part of of Saturday for me. So <clears throat> we we get into the stadium after the show, or like once we come down from one of the concourses after the show, and we're kind of like trying to walk fast to get onto the field because kickoff's already taken place, right? And I guess Charles Woodson was at the front of the group. And so he's walking quickly, and he he obviously is walking, walking the Michigan sideline. Well, like, the rest of us aren't really paying attention. We're kind of talking about whatever, and just it's the first time kind of walking through the tunnel and everything else. And then next thing you know, it's like Coach Meyer, myself, and some others were like, oh, we're on the Michigan sideline. Like, we didn't realize that, like, naturally our security just kind of followed Charles and where he was going. Instead of going to the Penn State side, which was was actually kind of packed anyway, so we probably would have had had to stand on the Michigan sideline as it was. But for a second, Urban looks around. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> like, <I> <laughs> like I don't like I don't want to be on the Michigan sideline." So he kind of like retraced himself and went back towards the end zone. But we kept trying to get photos of him and all that, and he was like ducking out of it. He actually was a good sport <laughs> about it. But it was one of those like, uh oh, <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't want to be seen down on the Michigan sideline right now. This could be a bad look. You
3: know what? The cool thing about what we're talking about, and maybe it's not cool, but it's just, just an interesting uh, observation is Harbaugh is one hundred percent creating a narrative and and creating something based off of what Ohio Ohio State has done. Because Ohio is the one that's Ohio versus the world, right? So, and it's like, and we had this conversation on the show not too long ago. Like everybody wants to see Ohio State lose. So now you're looking at Michigan and Harbaugh. He's playing off of the Ohio State versus the world, Ohio versus the world, and he's basically saying, "Listen, we're America's team," and that's a direct that that can be a direct response to Ohio versus the world. Which makes that AI that AI generated <laughs> rant super super funny, but almost super relevant because in comparison, when you think about it, Ohio State has his you know lately, well maybe not late late lately, but but for the most part, they've kind of dominated the Big Ten up until the last two years. Yeah. So so Harbaugh in a moment of vulnerability and and uh, under scrutiny and attack. Says we're America's team, and you know, the idea of it is, I mean, if you think about it, they are having to overcome adversity. They are being, I mean, they're being they are being attacked. That's what they are. I mean, that's that if you call a spade a spade, that is what's going on. So to take advantage of it, that's still a direct shot at Ohio State with what he's saying. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's pretty freaking cool, man. It is. It's really I mean, just the, the the gamesmanship that's going on and the sarcasm and, but yet brilliance within the sarcasm of everything. I wonder if Ryan oh. Dale will come out and say something that has something to do with branding his team. You know? Oh, and oh, and well, by you know he has no problem responding to coaches. They've already said
4: Ohio State's kind of claimed the Ohio against the world because they said that earlier this year after they beat Notre Dame when Ryan Day went on that rant about Lou Holtz. They already said it then, so I think that's why Michigan said it's Michigan versus everybody.
3: Uh huh. Because
4: they couldn't. They couldn't they could say, say against, against the, the world. world. Yeah. Uh huh. It's so oh, good. Well,
5: yeah. Well, there you go. Going to be uh, going to be fun to see how that's, this whole thing shapes
4: out. By the way, this is the fun part: is to kind of Jonas's point. Like, I think people who are NFL fans are going to start to convert to college football fans too. Not not saying that you're going to say, "Oh, I'm gonna, giving up one for the other." I think people are going to find more interest in it even if they don't necessarily affiliated. because much of what we talk about the NFL and some of these juicy headlines and storylines in the offseason, if you like that, like if you think the NFL is like really drama-driven and all throughout the year, you have so much more of it in college football. Like with the realignment, with transfer portal, NIL, like the recruiting stories, that stuff is way more fascinating and interesting than this same old conversation when it comes to the combine and pro days and like waiting for the draft, where anything that's said up to that point in the draft doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like all that crap, half the time, is smoke screens or a team saying something or leaking something or an agent saying something. When you when it comes down to recruiting, like a lot of the stuff that gets out, you're like, no, this is real. Like there was a battle for a kid, and like this happened, and this NIL deal came around, and like this is how they got the kid, or, or like a state NIL law changed, and it allowed this school to offer this kid something no one else could. So there is like as much drama in college football and really athletics as ever before, and that's why like people are like, oh, this Michigan thing's unprecedented. Yeah, kind of. Until you kind of look back at, like, I don't know, Wake Forest, when they had a former coach who was doing their radio games, giving their opponents their game plans. <laughs> like, for years, dude. For years. I mean, it's crazy when you think about the stuff that has gone. Imagine if that happened at the NFL level. The type of stuff. I mean, you're talking about, was it Tim Donahue? Yeah, Tim Donahue. Uh,
5: the, Donahue uh, sorry. the NBA official.
4: Like, um, like the, it's, like, on that sort of level of, like, corruptness and craziness. That stuff happens in college football. God, like I, it, I, you I have for- stuff
5: like this every year. I forgot about that Wake Forest story until you brought it up. Like, yeah, because it's... <laughs> It's almost par for the course in college football. That's like, what I'm I, I,
4: saying. Like people, oh, it's
5: unprecedented. I forgot like, about that.
4: Have you followed college football?
5: Oh man, I forgot. <laughs> that was. <laughs> have a you great followed
4: one. the craziness that goes on oh, with this stuff? So good.
5: Um, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here. And coming up next, it is another edition as a Tuesday tradition, always of Would You Rather and It's Yours here on FSR.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. With Brady Quinn, Lavar Errington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six a.m. Eastern, three a.m. Pacific.
5: People at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto. Do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today, or visit them at o'reillyauto.com/two-pros. That's o'reillyauto.com/two-pros.
1: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
2: Terms and conditions apply. Two pros
5: and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now. It's, uh... A tale of two years for one player in the NFL, and you'll hear the evidence of that coming up again a little over 10 minutes from now here from the TireRack.com studios. Before we get to another uh, edition of Would You Rather here on the show, though, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com forward slash cashback debit Discover Bank, member FDIC.
0: Let's make history. And now, would you,
1: rather,
2: would you rather your random topics, sports or otherwise?
6: All right, lead to lab. What do we got? Sports or otherwise. I'll start with some sports. Guys, we got Bengals at Ravens for Thursday Night Football. I was wondering, would you rather have Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson as your franchise quarterback? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good
3: one. Joe Burrow. That's a good one. I'm gonna go Lamar Jackson.
4: This year, you'd say Lamar Jackson. He's had the better year. I, you know, I know this past game. You know, it's they let it, let it get away quite as well.
5: Yeah,
3: they
4: let it yeah. get away.
5: By the way, that throw from Burrow on the run to Jamar Chase—that's as good as it gets. Where he scrambled outside and just—I I mean, total dime right, right, right in his arm. I mean,
3: Joe Burrow has gotten further than Lamar he Jackson. He hasn't won an MVP. But though. he hasn't won an MVP. Yeah. That that balances out.
5: I'm more of a team guy. Would
3: you Would you rather have a quarterback that could get you to the, the championship game and not be an MVP or an MVP quarterback that can't get you to the championship game?
4: Get me to the game. Like, I'm, I'm about team, uh, not the individual. It's a team sport. It is I mean, a team sport. The team gets there. The team helps the quarterback. I mean, it's... it's. I, I don't I don't look at it that way because... Well,
3: you're a quarterback.
4: Yeah, well, and also I feel like They've both been great. I mean, they're both two at the top in the NFL, but I think Lamar's had a better year so far this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though, outside of before this past week, maybe you would have said Burrow because he was on a little bit of a hot streak there.
5: Yeah. Big enough. I'll, I'll
4: put it this way if Lamar had Joe Burrow's receiving core, would that change oh. your mind a little bit? Hell yes. Because, I mean, they, he didn't have Tay Higgins this past week, but when you have Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Boyd.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yes. They're interchangeable ones. Like You can use any of them you want at one. And at two or three yeah.
5: <laughs> to that point. He's got Zay Flowers. Maybe uh, work
6: him in at some point.
3: He does have Zay yeah. Flowers. And OBJ did get in the end zone yeah, this past week. Yeah, he did. Looked pretty good. Go
6: Alright you guys, this one's a bit morbid, but it's deep and I actually want to know your answer for it. So uh morbid. Guys, oh my God, guys would you rather pass away before or after your partner? Jesus Lee. Oh my gosh. I, I certainly pass, would rather man. Go. no
4: uh, no one needs to talk about this right n- now. No, Lee, ge- what's a,
6: wrong with no, you? No, it's a genuine question. Like I've I've talked to some widows and they're like some some people are like I'd rather have passed before my partner. I mean, after, of course. Uh, like, uh, you know, this is a race. After. I'm
5: trying to win this race. What are you talking about here? I'm trying
3: I'm to get to, to the finish before. line first. What are we doing here? I'd rather go
4: before. Yeah, I think Lee's trying to go before. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. I'm going to win this one. Clearly. <laughs> um, I, I think about it from this perspective. Like, I think about my kids. And so there's a selfish part of me that would want to be with them as long as possible, but then there's another part of me that's like, I'd want them to have their mom longer than me. Mm. So I, I guess I'd say before for that reason.
3: Lee, this was The in, only uh, badge oh, of oh, honor yeah. for a child is to bury his parents. So oh, I'd rather go before my, my, my spouse. All right. Um, but, but there's your morbid let's move keep, lee, it, do, moving. Yeah, thanks, keep lee. it moving thanks we have a fun no, one lee, what, else talk- what, talk- what else we got now we got, we got, gotta, now, now we got, got to give hugs you around be Like, a, would Jesus. you rather like drink i'm gonna rush beer home and give all my family like, a hug
6: <laughs> lee what'd <do> you <laughs> drink, drink last night what's wrong with you i was hunkered next on the at the bar next to this old widow guy and he was like he was like once my wife passed i don't even want a beer anymore oh but
3: you remember that Lee floated oh, this I'm going remember nothing before. else. But so Lee was that, like, "All huh?
4: right, buddy, let's just drink ourselves into oblivion and see what happens." Man. You won't
3: remember. <laughs>
5: Is that where you're getting your content from, Lee? From some guy at a bar top? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much.
6: Is this at Lancers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't put my bar out there. Okay. are <laughs> 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 gonna come find you at Lancers.
4: No one's gonna find you, Big Lebowski. <laughs> All
6: right. What else we got? Oh, uh, guys, would you rather spend a full day sitting or standing? What? what standing? Would standing. you rather spe- spend a whole day sitting or a full I'm day just, standing? Like, oh, we're just sitting sitting. A, I spend the You're whole dumb. day so on bad. the
3: couch one hundred percent. This
4: is so bad. <laughs> really?
3: I sit on you my I could, if I could sit on my couch for a whole entire day, I would.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Lee, I would. You what were you drinking last night <laughs> when you came up with this? <laughs> I do it all the time.
3: Well, it wasn't just drinking
0: with, with these yeah, topics. That was it was else something on. else. Oh, 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 oh